Hello everybody, my name is Michelle. And I'm Jamie, and we are two friends who live a thousand miles apart. One in the northern state of Minnesota. And the other in Colorado, but we're making it work. Welcome to our podcast. This is Spiritual Friendship. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Spiritual Friendship. My name is Jamie. And I'm Michelle. Welcome back for another episode. So we just have a couple of announcements as usual. If you guys want to support us, you can start with any some monthly donations. I think I have it set to $3 right now. This will allow for us to be able to make more episodes and create more content that would be more engaging more frequently. If you guys also want to send us a voice message, this will make it so that you could possibly hear yourself on a future episode. Yay, so you guys can talk with us. So what are we talking about this time, Jamie? For today's episode, we are talking about empaths. What is an empath specifically? Yes, not to get confused with empathy. Empathy is kind of like, oh, well, I've been where you are. So what is an empath? When you looked it up in Google, what what did you find? So when I looked it up, Let me see. So an empath is a person with the paranormal ability to apprehend the mental or emotional state of another individual. Yeah. So I feel like that's not a very good description. (laughs) No, it's not. Yeah. So apparently when you look it up, it says mainly in science fiction. And that's not the case for normal people, if that makes sense. Like we we're not fake. We actually experience this stuff where we can kind of pick up other people's um, feelings. I wouldn't say thoughts, but we can pick up what they're feeling. So an empath is basically someone who is highly aware of emotions of others around them to the point where they are able to, in turn, like a feel, like feel their emotions, basically. Right. And that's something yeah. that at least I've been able to do for a really long time. An empath is usually told that they're too sensitive or they're too much or, you know, things like that. They're too something, usually. At least in families, that's what they're told a lot. Or that it's damaging. Yeah, that it's damaging. (laughs) Yeah, but it's really not. No, I I don't think that it's damaging at all. Right. I just think that... In my opinion, if I were to describe an empath, it would be someone who is just highly sensitive to others around them, and they kind of, like, feed off of their emotions, and it makes them super, like, tired because they feel what they're feeling, and it just is really draining. Right. Right. Like, I pick up other people's emotions all the time. Like, I can pick it up through video. Sometimes I pick it up when I'm driving. I don't know if you've ever experienced that where you're just driving and then suddenly you're like crying or you're just like really happy for no reason. Like you pick up other people's energies around around you a lot. This was very apparent when I went to um, a funeral with Moose, the fiance, <laughs> but he had someone die in his family who like I didn't really know and she really hated me like a lot. Like she hated me a lot. And so I went to the funeral and I was sitting in the row with the family, which I felt was super awkward because I didn't know her very well. But I was sitting with the family and I just started crying for like no reason. And I'm like, what the hell, you know? But I was picking up his sister's energy actually because she 
was very, very, very close to her, the person who had died. And yeah, I was just picking up her energy a lot. Right. No, I get that. I tend to more just, I tend to get a lot of anxiety, I guess, more than anything. But there are, there have been times where I've been around a lot of people and I've just felt like extremely sad and I didn't know why. So. Yeah, that would make sense. I don't know. I've had some times where I've just felt like super sad for no reason. And the anxiety makes sense, especially in clouds or like situations where there's just a lot of people. (laughs) You tend to get overwhelmed with everything, kind of like an emotional overload, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so that's something that I get a lot. Do, how, how did you figure out that you were an empath? So basically how I kind of thought that I might be an empath is I started listening to a lot of other, um, I guess, podcasts, but like more or less just like other people talking about it. And a lot of what they said kind of resonated with me. So I get extreme like social anxiety But, like, when I'm in the grocery store, for instance, this is where I notice it the most. I'll get extremely anxious, and there'll be so many people around me talking, and I just feel so many different emotions when I'm around a lot of people. So, to me, that kind of just clicked, because anytime I am in a huge group of people, like the fair, the store, family gatherings, anytime I'm just around a lot of people, I will feel emotions from like my sister I'll feel emotions from my dad it just makes me so overwhelmed to the point where I'm like I gotta get out of here it gives me a lot of like anxiousness because I don't know what the heck to do you know what I mean yeah you really turn off all that emotion no you can't you know what that brings up another good point you know I have a friend who claims that she can turn off her empathness So, in everything that I've looked at, everything that I've researched and everything that I know thus far, so, an empath, you're kind of stuck. (laughs) Like, you can feel other people's emotions, which I have to say is really great for a job interview. Just saying. (laughs) Um, But there's also negatives to it, where you're just picking up shit all the time, and it's so exhausting. But my friend claims she can turn it off. What are your opinions on that? See... I don't, for me, I don't feel like that's possible because I've never had a, an experience or a time where I've been able to like go out in public or even just sit in my own house with like Nick or Mason and not feel like a whole boatload of emotion. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. So I feel like it might be possible for a person who has had their aura read and like knows what they need to like balance in their, in their, um, in their core or yeah. Or someone who like meditates a lot and really just like is able to tune people out, which I know is possible. I just don't know how to do it myself. Cause I'm still like new to all this stuff, but I feel like it could be possible. Right. After like knowing, I think, you know, which friend I'm talking about and like not to like bag on her or anything like that, but I know she's not like that at all. But I just, I just, when you were talking about that, I just thought of something really, really interesting about that. So this, this friend also watches Vampire Diaries. Have you ever seen that? No, I cannot bring myself to watch it. (laughs) 
So there are so I know. There are characters. Okay, they're vampires, right? Where they'll just go off on like a killing spree and then they'll feel guilty afterwards cuz like you know, you kill somebody. Guilty conscience, right? Right. So what they do is they turn off their emotions. Okay. And I'm just kind of like, are we projecting right now? <laughs> like, wishing that we had this ability right now or something. Like, what's going on? Well, no, because that's not healthy. No, it's not healthy. And obviously, this is this is a dramatized show. <laughs> it's TV. Which is not real. <laughs> but I don't know. I just found it really interesting because I was just like, you know, that connection didn't really happen until just now, where I'm like, wow! And, like, this person's, like, a hardcore Vampire Diaries fan. Like, hardcore. Oh, my like God. Like, addicted? Yes. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so, that's how you found out you were an empath? You just kind of did some research and digging and stuff like that? Pretty much, and I just, like, compared it to, like, things that I was experiencing and, you know, just kind of tuned into it a little bit. Did some research. Yeah. Listened to other people and their experiences. And, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that I am. I mean, I I do – I have a lot of the – not symptoms, but I've experienced <laughs> a lot of the same things that, you know, describe. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so here, here's the thing. I kind of found out in an interesting way. I really found out mostly through – like Facebook, I guess. I guess it would be Facebook. I, I I looked on Facebook and I was like, hey, you know, like, you know, just looking around and stuff. And I found all this empath stuff. And then I went on an app called Meet Me. Have you heard of Meet Me? Good Lord, yes, I have. So I went it's on Meet Me and I found an empath group that meets um, actually near where I am. And so we do a lot of empath meetings, empath trauma stuff. And I just went. The first couple of times, I was like, wow, I really identify with this. And you know what's crazy is I started calling um, the side of the family that has a lot of trauma, who she'll also be a guest in, in the show later on. Um, she's had a lot of trauma, and she's like, gosh, I feel like I'm an empath too. And so it can be a genetic thing as well. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's proven wow. to be a genetic thing. There's not a lot of testing on it right now because the science is really trying to get, like, defined right now. But on a neurological level, we are different than other people, if that makes well, sense. Well, I mean, I guess, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually, because um, if you've ever, like, talked to another empath who has, like, the abilities to do, like, greater things, it, it makes sense because they'll talk about, like, my grandma has this, or my grandma's grandma, or I feel like, is it more towards, like, females, or is it men, too? What um, do you think? From what I've seen, like, I think it's kind of both, you know? It's mostly females, but honestly, in this world, like, we shut down men so often with their emotions, like, it's kind of just like shut up and feed the family kind of thing, at least from what I have seen. And and if you look at it historically, what we view as masculine in our society is not really somebody who opens up a lot and says all the, you know, things like that. My, my dad's a good example of this. I call it the John Wayne era where I don't know if you've seen any of the, the movies that John Wayne has, but he never really cries. In one movie in particular, like his brother was shot and he's just like, all right, let's go on to the next thing. And I'm like, so 
your brother was killed and you don't care, basically. Right. But see, I don't know if that would really necessarily relate to an empath, but I don't know because I'm not a professional. But there's there's certain people out there in this world who um, just don't really have like that string of emotions like in their brain, like they're missing a chemical balance. Right, yeah. I don't know how it would relate. I feel like, yes, missing a chemical balance, but I feel like it's kind of like, you know, you kind of have to have the perfect mix to be able to be an empath or not be an empath. And we'll talk about the opposite of an empath in in a later episode. But to be an empath, I feel like you have to have, like, the perfect mix of, of this and that to be able to experience it. And I feel like for guys, it's the same thing. They just have less of a, I guess, a concoction where you would have that perfect mix. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, I mean, don't men already also, like, not have certain, like, connectors in the brain that work compared to, like, women? I have no idea, honestly. (laughs) I think, like, being a communication major, I think we did go over some gender differences, and I think the only difference they really found is that women can multitask better. Women can do a lot of things better. No Let's be if real. there's anybody listening. <laughs> Let's be real. Women can do a lot of things better. But yeah, I think that's the only difference that they really found. But I have gone to this empath meeting before and I have met some really cool gentlemen there who are just very, very open and very understanding. Which I thought I, I mean I thought was absolutely that's a beautiful thing to be able to have somebody who's very open and just very understanding and willing to talk about feelings and things like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So if you are an empath and there's a possibility that this is genetic, do you think that your son might be one? I mean, in all honesty, I hope it for him because I feel like if you're an empath, you are more sensitive towards other people and their feelings and things that they believe in or things that they do and you're just open you're an open person and I don't necessarily want him to fall in the other spectrum that is the opposite of an empath because I feel like personally I just don't want that for him it's very ugly and I want him to be the best person that he can be Right. So, I mean... You're also in a unique situation, to be completely fair. So we're not saying, like, oh, empath or die. You know, like, that's not where we're... Right, no, 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 that's not what I mean at all. I just mean, like, in all of the outcomes that, you know, a parent would want for their child, you want them to be more good than bad is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, and I talked to my mom. My mom is an empath, too. Like, she... She checks all the boxes. And you want to know something really interesting about empaths that I found. It's actually people who are empaths are more likely to to be addicted to something, if that makes sense. Right. So my mom, she is addicted to opioids, or at least she was. And um, so that's like her addiction thing. I don't know what mine is. I would say it's probably chocolate milk. (laughs) Who doesn't love chocolate milk? <laughs> I mean, for real though. But usually they like come. They come from addictive backgrounds and things like that. I know one of the guests that we will hopefully have on the show who will be talking um, possibly about the science. She's got. She's come from a di- addictive past and history and things like that, and it's been really bad in her family. And in a lot of people in my family, they're addicts as well. So I'm wondering if maybe they're empaths and they just don't know, because you can go through life and never know. 
which I think is kind of scary, honestly. Well, right, because then you never know why you're so, like, emotional or so tired or not, like, going out in big crowds. Like, sometimes I wonder, honestly, like, what Nick would fall in the spectrum of because he gets a lot of, like, social anxiety and, like, he does show, like, signs of some things, but then he shows signs more towards, like, some other things and I'm just not sure yeah that's that's a good point and I was thinking you know you have a lot of the like the emotional or you know like the mentally straining part of you know being an empath I feel with the anxiety and all that kind of stuff so I wanted to bring up my dad for a minute and an incident that had happened with him that I thought was really um interesting I guess would be the word you'd use so my dad is a very fascinating person who we will get to in another episode but he has a lot of emotional baggage with him and I think at one point he had come over to our house so I don't live with my parents I live in a separate house getting married soon and you know blah 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 but my dad had come over to our house at one point and he was just going on about shit and when he left like I got such a bad migraine like it was so bad like it was the instant he left it wasn't like it was he left horrible migraine and they never usually work like that and I thought maybe you know this could be like a physical side of it side effect of being an empath or something like that because there just is so much there you know what I mean so you just basically got all of his energy from him being there just kind of like hit you yeah all at once I think he just gave me all his shit honestly right and I'm just, just yeah, yeah, he gave me all his shit, and I'm just like, bud, like, your shit stays with you, and that's it, but yeah, so have you heard of anything that you can do to actually, like, protect yourself, or have you heard of things like that? I mean, when I was down there, when we went to the witchy store, (laughs) we call it the witchy store, it's actually a metaphysical store, yeah, the lady who did my, um, picture, was telling me about that and I didn't really ask her much about it because I planned to come down there again obviously so I was thinking about it next time I go down there to at least try and find like a book or something that I can read up on it because there is a way to hone in on yourself and like block out all like the negativity mm-hmm. and kind of like protect yourself mm-hmm. so are you okay are yeah. you hearing things I like heard something and it scared the crap out of me <laughs> You can leave that in if you want. You don't need to edit it out. But yeah, that scared the crap out of me. My heart like sunk into my butt. Oh my <laughs> it scared. Did you hear it? No. It sounded like it sounded kind of like an old man or something making some groaning noise. So on that note, <laughs> I'm yeah, so- are actually more connected to a, the paranormal side. If you didn't hear yeah. that. <laughs> So. Maybe I'm bringing a ghost in my in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back to the protection later, but I actually have another story. Okay. Story time. So, um, Jamie and I have been talking about, you know, crafts and things like that, and I was actually explaining to her at one point, I really want to start making books. Like, I want to make books. That's something I want to do so bad. Like, the book binding and the process of that. And, like, I'm not, like, a 3D kind of person. Like, I do art, obviously. Like, I paint, you know, maybe I'll, I'll do some, some crafting every now and then. But I've not been like, oh, I want to just straight make a book, you know? And so I thought that was really interesting. But I actually learned the person who passed away in uh, Moose's family. <laughs> Moose is just so funny. 
uh, in Moose's family, the person who passed away, her dad owned a bookstore, and, like, that was something very near and dear to her heart, and she loved that bookstore, and they actually had this bookstore in Germany, and it was, like, the coolest thing ever, and they would do bookbinding, and they loved bookbinding, and so there's a type of clairvoyance where you can actually pick up, and clairvoyance is kind of like empaths, do you know what I mean? Empaths is more with feelings. Yeah. Clairvoyance is being able to see the future and stuff like that, which I cannot do. But, like, picking up somebody's, like, old habits or something like that, that's, that's something that empaths do or can do, if that makes sense. We should make a, a book, like a... A book? Like a, uh... What's the book that you have? What book do I have? Your, your witchy book. Your witchy book. The be- the big, the big witchy book. book. It's called a grimoire. We just went over this in the last episode. I know. Yeah, it's a grimoire. I really want to start making some grimoires because the handmade ones are like the best. They're like the best right. of the best. Right. But yeah, I was going through one of my, I can't find the book now, but I was going through one of my books and it was talking about all the different kinds of like clairvoyance and stuff like that. And it was really cool. Um, just to see all those kinds of things. But yeah, we are more connected to the paranormal like realm, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a really fascinating topic that we're going to have to save for another day. Because you told me you have some paranormal experiences. I have a lot. <laughs> and you told me Nick never believes me. Yeah, I know. I have like one or two paranormal experiences. And like, like no one believes me on it. So I stopped talking about it. See, and that's another reason why I think that I might truly be an empath is because a lot of empaths can, they have sensitivity to like the paranormal or people who are no longer with us. And they can, yeah. some of them can talk to the, the, the dead or people who are passed away and they can uh, like relay messages to family members and stuff like that. And I find it so interesting. See, that's the thing I was trying to explain is some people can talk to the dead. Some people yes. can't. Some people can only hear them. Some yeah, people, like me. <laughs> there's some people like that can pick up like old things that they used to do. And like that's something that I've done since I was little. Like I used to do all sorts of things and, and my parents would be like, oh, you're dead. So and so would love doing that shit. And I'm like, cool, mom. Thank you. So I don't know. It's something like 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 that. And then some people can only like smell that. I don't know if it's. I'm not describing it very well, but say you had, like, an uncle who had passed and he always wore the same cologne or something like that. If you'd smell that cologne somewhere, you could be like, oh, you know, but, like, not like, oh, we're in a store and obviously they sell that. No, like, in your house where you're alone and you're like, what is happening? Yeah, and you're like, well, I know that so-and-so is, like, here probably, like, trying to protect me or looking out for me or trying to send me a message. It's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's the craziest thing. Like, I just feel like empaths can just, they can sense so, so, so much. So, So on the note of protection, getting back to that, (laughs) tell us about the Cinebrite that you got. Oh, so I got a Cinebrite, you guys. What does it do? It essentially is supposed to help with your anxiety and like I can't remember what the exact name was, but it's it's for like heal it's a healing crystal. So it just helps like calm down your anxiety and it can help with depression and it kind of just like centers you when you're feeling like really, really anxious. It helps kind of tone that down. Yeah. 
So stones can really help out with those kinds of things. And so when we talk about protection, nine times out of 10, we're gonna bring out some sort of stone that actually helps with that. So when we were in the metaphysical store, they were, <laughs> yeah, they were telling me about the Cinebrite because it is a crystal that's supposed to help with physical healing, but it also can stimulate the immune system, aid digestion, stop panic attacks, which is what I have, emotional chaos and tension and headaches, which is huge for me. And you, you should look into it too, because you suffer with headaches. <laughs> you suffer with this shit too. You should do this. Right. But it, it helps with so much, you guys. So it can help with mental clarity, pain that you have all over your body. Yeah. It can help with bone disorders, blood mm. pressure, pain and artery problems. Literally, it is supposed to be able to help with everything. Anything going on in your body that you need healing for, you just take your little crystal and you wear it and you live by it and it should aid you in all of, you know, whatever's going on with your body. Yeah, and that definitely, like, that makes a lot of sense. Like, it really, really does. Yeah, I feel like it's the perfect crystal for me and I love it. I don't wear it too often because it does have <laughs> maybe, what was what was in it? I forgot what was Mercury. It, <laughs> it has mercury, mercury in it. Which yeah, so is highly but toxic. The, the thing is, though, it is toxic, but stores are not allowed to sell any type of like rock like this unless it has been treated. So they put a layer of, I can't remember what it is, but they put a layer over it to help protect it so that it doesn't seep into like your skin. The only thing, though, is you want to make sure these are caged. <laughs> Explain I what know. caged means. So I'll put a picture on the Facebook group but caging so when you go to any witchy store and you want to get a crystal they have like these little metal cages that you can slip your crystal into so that allows you to wear it if you don't want to set it like by you on a desk you can get a chain and a cage so you can cage it but the only problem with the cinebrite is if you put it in your mouth or if you play with it too much you can kind of like destroy that protective layer on it and it can become toxic so I have mine caged on a chain and I hang it above my workstation which is where I spend like 100% of my time basically yeah so that helps you out with you know all those kinds of things right well I, it does I feel to be honest with you a lot of people are probably gonna think that I sound like dumb but <laughs> the first day that I wore it I truly had so much anxiety like you remember I couldn't even wear it yeah I had to take it off because I was like, I don't know if this thing is going to, like, kill me. He said it's poisonous. Oh I don't know God. if it's going to Yeah, I remember that. That's my anxiety talking because mine's so severe. And we'll, we can talk about that on another episode. I'll go more in depth of my anxiety. But since I've been home and I've had it, like, in my environment and I'm getting, like, used to it and I'm telling myself more and more every day, like, this thing isn't going to kill me. You know, it's just a just a rock. Just kidding. But it's just a <laughs> crystal. And I don't have it super close to me. I don't touch it. You know, I feel like my anxiety is got has gotten a lot better. I mean, I still have it in certain situations and to a certain point. But when I'm home in my own environment, I used to have so much anxiety. Like even just sitting at my desk trying to eat, drink, do anything. My anxiety was so bad. And now I feel like I'm super comfortable and I'm not nearly as stressed as I used to be. So it truly has helped. I mean, remember the other day I told you my neck was flipping, killing me, like burning? Yes. It's so much better now. Yeah. So, I mean, you could blame that on my crystal. 
or you could say maybe I slept wrong on it. I don't know, but I just know that my neck feels a heck of a lot better. I'm just saying, there's a lot of people who, like, do this kind of stuff, and they use crystals for different kinds of things, and, like, it works, you right. know? And I think I was explaining in the last episode, like, I use it in my craft, and it just, they work with me. <laughs> they work very I well think, with me. I think it all depends on the person yeah. and how, like, true they are in their belief of like oh is this fake or is this real you know what I mean right a lot of people think it's silly and it's like well it's really not because there's facts behind it to back it up there's so much proof with it like oh my gosh so before I get into my layer of protection which is quite extensive I feel um I just want to I think that we should probably take a break and let's hear from our sponsors today all right let's do that Oh, you guys, Michelle just celebrated her birthday. Yeah. Last time. Which I've decided I'm turning 25 again, so yay. I mean, whatever works, <laughs> you know. You look 25, so you could pass for exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. Guys, tell me if I look 25 on our Facebook group. You have to join, though. <laughs> you can uh, join our Facebook group at Spiritual Friendship. Okay, so my my protection is quite extensive. I have something called an e-pendant, which is something that you can buy here in Colorado. You have to go so, to a specific part, though. Is that the one that you wear all the time? Yeah, that's the one that helps me a lot. That one helps me a ton with my empath like ness and when it gets like out of control. I wear it a lot when I go see my family because they are very toxic people. And so, yeah. <laughs> Remember how we were talking a little bit earlier about how you can, like, help protect yourself from, like, the negativity of others? Yes. So, when we were at the witch's door, there's actually... Remember the bracelet we were talking about? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember what that bracelet was called, but we need to get one of those. So, there's a bracelet that has, like, an empath bracelet. I think it had, like, rose quartz, which is for self-love or just for, like, love and things like that. I think it might have some onyx on it, which that's... For repelling negative energy and things like that. Uh, the, the different crystals, they do different things because they vibe at different vibrations. Right. Typically. So that's what they're they're used for. This specific e-pendant, this thing's like $500. Let me tell you something. Oh, okay. Like, she expensive. And that's because she uses the rare stones. And when, I, see, when I say rare stones, I do mean ruby, emerald diamond that's what's in it i'll post a picture of it on our facebook group she is pretty she's from metaforms which shout out to metaforms not sponsored they make a lot of different things like this and they align it with the ley lines of the planet so there's specific ley lines that are thought to be angelic and just like sacred lines on the earth and so you are literally aligning yourself with the planet and in doing so, you're also aligning yourself spiritually. It balances out all of your chakras. And I have to tell you, wearing something like this can get you kind of sick, like you were experiencing when you right. first wore yours. When I first wore mine, I was just very, very energized. <laughs> like, it was like taking a shot of, like, caffeine, like, every two hours. I was very spiked up on energy. So, Ooh, yeah. I don't know if I like that. Yeah. That's just how I reacted to it, though. I'm just that kind of person, you know, and I have that kind of energy. But um, what it does is it opens a flow of energy and it allows this energy to flow. And it's really critical to one's well-being and happiness. And it has 14 different gems on here. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot. 
I know it has sapphire on there too. It's so wonderful. And you wear yours every single day, right? No, you can't wear it every single day because you okay. can, what can happen is you can start to get used to it. And then on top of that, if you have too many gems with you, you can actually get physically sick. I don't know if you knew that or not, but you can get sick from wearing too many because then you have too many vibrations with you and it's like, oh my gosh, it's a lot. It took about a month for this thing to get used to me. Like this is like some heavy, pretty like heavy equipment here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it helps with stress, denials, fears, and everything that you desire will like flow into your life, if that makes sense. Because it allows energy to be transformed um, from the highest levels of consciousness to the lowest levels. So we're at a low level of consciousness because we're, you know, we're physical beings. A higher level is when we leave our body and we you know, go to a higher plane. This is just kind of like getting into my beliefs, by the way. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. So, yeah. It's kind of like an antenna system on a circuit board, if that makes sense. So it's it's a very, very, very fine piece of jewelry. And it's it's got rubies, sapphires, and emeralds in it. And it's a, it's a unique design, too. I like it. I've seen it, and I, I really, really like it. I just, like for me because remember jesse was telling you that she had one that she had gotten off the internet yeah which i don't suggest by the way i don't either i mean she doesn't wear it like ever but my whole thing is like I, that's something i would want to get from like a metaphysical store right. or like some research on because i want to know that what i'm getting is actually like safe and it, it's doing what it's supposed to do right <laughs> that's like a big thing with it and the other thing is you want to make sure you have a, a crystal that jives with you i mean if you're an empath and you're picking up all of these energies you need a crystal that's going to be able to handle that right you don't need one that's just kind of willy-nilly that you just kind of got on a whim one of my favorite ones is my um my pendulum my pendulum drives so well with me like we're we're so close. You want to know something crazy? I asked my pendulum way before I got this job. I was like, am I going to get a job? And it said yes. I said, am I going to get a job next week? That was the week you came. I had been looking for six months, and I was like, am I going to get a job next week? Yes. Am I going to get a job I applied for this week? Yes. Well, right. And remember when we... See, I feel like... I don't know if you feel the same way on this, but when we were in the store... And we had gotten our... Our auras red. Our auras red. They were both, like... The same. The same. Oh, yes. So I, feel, I feel like maybe our energies kind of, like, collided and gave brought, like, everything we wanted to happen, like, to life. That is very possible. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we got our... We went to the, the witchy store, the metaphysical store, and we got a picture of our auras. And what they'll do is they'll give you, like, a full report. So it's kind of like going to the spiritual doctor's office and going for a checkup, if that makes sense. And just seeing, like, what you need to work on and what needs to be... So right now, like, my root chakra is a little, you know, out there. But to be fair, like, I've been working on her so hard because before... Like, my third eye chakra was out of control, and my throat chakra was just insane, and they were just like, you need to work on these things. <laughs> like, these are crazy. So, right. yeah. And this time was a lot more healthier, but me and Jamie had the same 
the same report. Like, it was, like, word for word the same. Literally, yeah, it was. Yeah, I wonder if Jesse would have gotten a picture taken if hers would have been the same, too. Like, I'm so curious about empaths and twins. I was just going to say that you read my flippin' mind. (laughs) I was like... I wanted, I almost wanted to just pay for it because I was like, I betcha 100% we all like click I so well. No. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yes. You know, for the wedding, for the bridal party, like we should go get Tarot Ren and we should go get Aura pictures if that's a thing they're still offering. Like, yes. Just all of the stuff. Right. So, yeah. But, you know, Working with crystals, especially when you're an empath, it can be very emotional. And like you said, it depends on the person. I'm very much a crystal person. You may not be. I don't know. I'm not as big into it as you are just for the simple fact that I don't have, like, a safe space away from Mason. (laughs) But like I was telling you earlier, I really want to – this is off subject, you guys. But I really want to talk to Nick's mom because she has, like, the perfect little area upstairs where I could, like, make my own little studio and I could get my crystals and I could set them up where I know that they're going to be safe. Yeah. And I can go see them once a week and just have my little area. <laughs> just go see them every now and then, make sure they're okay. Yeah, that would be yeah. great. There are especially, like, some good crystals that help with, like, computers and stuff like that. But that's a talk for another episode. But, yeah, so this, like, this this piece of jewelry I have is, like, like they've done a lot of testing on it. Like, a lot of testing. So that it, it would work very well. And... Yeah, I wrote down everything. I'll leave a a link of all the little crystals that are in it, but God, it's a lot. (laughs) So yeah, that's the kind of protection that I like to use is just that. I'll wear it on days that I think, you know, it's going to be hard. Like right now I work from home and I try not to wear it like on Sundays when I take care of Kiwi or if I know I'm going to be around birds, okay? Don't wear the expensive jewelry when you're going to go see chickens. Right. Lesson learned. (laughs) She probably attacks your necklaces. She used. She's not that big into jewelry, actually. She used to attack it, but now she's like, nah, I don't really care that much. So how are you around animals, actually, thinking of Kiwi? Like, as an empath, I just get so much of a release from them. Like, it's so nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like animals, if they're not mine. <laughs> Like, I feel super happy when I'm around birds, cats, dogs, like any animal. I feel happy when I'm around them. But I feel like until I'm able to get my anxiety on, like, a manageable level, it's so hard for me because I get stressed out too easily. And dogs and cats and birds and all that, like, they're needy. Oh, my God! It's hard for me to... When I can't even control, like, myself sometimes and my emotions and, like, I get so stressed out and I get anxious and I, it's hard for me to be able to tolerate, you know, other things or people or animals. Yeah. Does that make sense? I mean, I guess that makes sense. I don't really look at Kiwi like a chore. Like, I like genuinely cleaning out her cage. Like, I know it's like, oh, you deal with bird shit and you have to take care of bird shit. But it's like, you right. know, once that little moment of, like, all right, throwing away your shit now... Like, once that's over, it's, like, it's really a lot of fun to clean out her cage and, like, give her new toys. And, like, it's so much fun for me. I don't get anxiety for it. Like, she 
she likes a little cuddle every now and then, which is nice. And I don't get a lot of anxiety from that. It's, I don't know, it's just nice. It's like clearing the palate or cleansing or something like that. And my whole thing is I really, 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 really want to get a cat or a dog because why? I know the witches over here like, don't get a cat. I'm allergic. And you love Oh, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you are, but I guess if I came down there, you'd probably be able to... Or would that not work? Does that not work like that? Does what? Like, let's say I got a cat and I came down there. Would you be... Like, would you get a reaction to my clothes? It depends on if you're going to wash them or not. That's true. If you're on a That's plane and you're, like, going and it's like, okay, wash them and then hang out with me. Well, I guess, like, I want to get an animal just for the simple fact that uh, I feel like it would help with my anxiety because then I have to focus my energy on taking care of and making sure another, like, thing, I guess, is, you know, doing okay. I don't know. I'm really bad with my words. But... I I feel like it would help, like kind of like a service animal is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Because of, like my anxiety and my depression is so bad, and I don't. But this is why I want to go back to the medical physical, the metaphysical store or the witchy store because I need something that I can like read up on to help me figure out how to um, block out all of everything around me, like the negativity yes. and. Because right now it's so bad and I just found out why and I don't know how to release it and make myself calm and relaxed. And this is where crystals come in huge, like Himalayan salt. I severely want to get one of those candles and have it, uh, not candles, but the Himalayan salt, like, the you know what I'm talking lamps. about. Lamps. I need one in my house and I want to start looking into different healing crystals and things to just surround myself with. But I also need to start meditating. And it's like, so right now I'm just like overwhelmed and I wanted to like do all these different things, like get animals and do this and do that. And because I'm just such a stressed out person and I don't yeah. like that about me. No, that makes a hundred percent sense. And I remember I'm like calm yes. and relaxed. Yes. And that's, not me. that's not me right now. I remember when I was first looking into this stuff, and I was like, oh my god, there's so much, like, not just with empaths, like, it was just, like, empath, and I was getting into the witchy stuff, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so me, and this is perfect for my life, and I was just, like, I was so happy, but I was so stressed out. Yeah, that's like, how I... so much. You know what mm -hmm. helped me a lot, and I will tell you, I'm not the best with my meditating, and ask any witch, they're gonna tell you the same. They'll be like, oh, I meditate every single day at sunset. No, they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> okay. Meditating is hard to get to. You know, guided meditations can help. Those definitely help a lot. But another thing that can help is, like, smell. So smell really triggers us a lot. So if you were to get, like, a diffuser, like, um, not even an expensive one. You know, you I would I would suggest an expensive one because then they're they're better third party tested. You know, yeah. just like um I forget what they're called. The Dotara, D O T T R A. I think that's what it's called. But they have a lot of expensive stuff. But it's essential oils that you can diffuse in your house, and you have lavender, and citrus, and all these lovely smells going throughout your house. And that can help a lot with just, like, getting you in the right headspace for things. And another thing that can help you that we do 
in, in the the witchy world that when I was taking 17 credit hours and wanted to die every day, um, it's called grounding. Have you heard of that before? Yeah. So that, I just don't know what it means. You don't know how to do it? I don't know what it means. Okay, so grounding is basically where, you know, you have all this anxiety, you're in your head, you have all these things going on, right? So grounding would be taking all of that kind of away and just being in the moment and being present with yourself and just kind of like seeing like, okay, you know, I, I, I feel like visualization helps a lot with this too. So what I do, and this is just me personally, when I ground is I just kind of imagine like the earth kind of coming up and like filling me with spirit and, and hope and things like that. And it's just filling me up with all the happiness and all those kinds of things. And my, I, I fill myself up with a light. So starting from my toes all the way up to my head, I fill myself up with a white light. And grounding is very, very, very good for that. And then when you're out and you're like shopping or something like that, something that you can do is you can imagine yourself surrounded by like a bubble. And this is your personal bubble. And as long as no one's in that bubble, you'll be okay. And this is also a good way to block out everyone else's crap and just be like, no, this is me right here. Stop it. <laughs> so for me, I imagine like, have you ever had champagne or seen pictures of champagne? Yeah. So I have champagne bubbles around me because I'm that awesome. So I, that's what I do for me. I don't have a, one bubble. I have a million. <laughs> I have champagne bubbles coming up around me as a protection me mechanism. That makes a lot of sense. So those are things that you can do to help yourself with the empath and empathness, I guess, the, the dark side of empath stuff, if that makes sense. And that can yeah. help you kind of be able to bring those walls down when you want to and when you want to let somebody else in. You know, it's very useful, especially since you have Mason, you can kind of bring the walls down and be like, all right, what's going on? And you can kind of figure things out with him. Like as a mom, a it's good. Yeah. <laughs> you need a book. You need a book. I know. And I have, I have somebody who has written many a studies on it, so maybe she can lend you some materials. But yeah, hopefully there'll be another, another episode on it. So the last thing I wanted to talk about is an intuitive empath, which is what I am. So this is a little bit different, but not much. <laughs> so basically, I oh. can kind of, I kind of know when people are lying. I just, just know. Like, I can't explain oh. it. Yep. I can't say, hey, you know, you're just full of shit because of this, 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 and this. I just kind of can feel it. You can sense it. Yeah. yeah. I can too. It's kind of like where you can sense more than just the emotion. You can you can sense a little bit more. And I've been told for so long that I am a very intuitive person, especially when it comes to stones. Right. So when you can tell that people are lying, do you get like a gut feeling? Yeah. It's like yeah. deep in there. And I'm just like, you know, like my intuition's like, hey, you shouldn't be doing that. Or you shouldn't talk to this person. Yeah. Or you shouldn't. Yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. At that point, I just kind of take a minute take some time to myself and I'm like maybe I should not talk to this person or I'll come and have a meditation and I'll chat with my crystals and stuff like that but yeah I think that's all we have time for today unless you wanted oh. to add something I I did what, I, what I do you want to add 
just one last thing. I wanted to know if you had any reasons then why after everything we've talked about it, do you think um, it's important for people to kind of understand if they are an empath or not? I feel like it's important for people to understand that they're an empath just because of the simple fact like you will live life so much so much easier just knowing that you're an empath and knowing that you're going to pick other people's stuff up and more importantly like you're living right now with so much anxiety I mean to be able to clear that away at the end of the day that's a, almost a magical experience in itself you know and to know yeah. why that's there and to be right. able to say look this this piece of luggage is mine and this piece of luggage is not. But I also feel like on the flip side, it's also very important for like your partner to understand that you're an empath too, because you deal with other people's stuff. Right. And that's like something I feel like we could talk about in a whole episode itself is like, so I truly think that I'm an empath. I think it's pretty clear. But I live with someone who will say, like, oh, you believe in that? Or, you know, you're doing this or you're doing that. Like, why do you put all this stuff in your head? And you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like it, it's important for people to also try and find, like, a group of people that they can talk to about it if they don't have, like, support at home. Yeah, community is very, very important with almost anything, really. And I think yeah. that having a community of empaths is, is so, so helpful. So helpful. Yeah. And it can I be, just... I don't know. I told, when I told him about it, he was, he wasn't on board, but he is now because he sees like how much it affects me. Right. And I feel like Nick is a whole different, you know, topic, but <laughs> he's another, the more, the more he likes, I feel like the more I talk to him about it and the more I kind of like, try and blend it into his imagination or his little mind he might start picking up because like he has a hard time even um believing my anxiety which is extremely hard for me to understand because it's clearly there but yeah so I feel like I it's it is really important for people to you know reach out to others if they need help yeah oh, most definitely that's all I got for you today though all right. So if that's everything, I think that we should go ahead and wrap it up. What do you think? Yeah, let's do that. All right. Well, we'll see you guys in the next episode, uh, which will be up next Sunday. Yes. And if you want to send us an email, we are at spiritualfriendshipwith3ps at gmail.com. You can also join our Facebook group. It is Spiritual Friendship. Leave us a message. Yeah, leave us a voice message, you guys. We want, would love to hear from you. You can also email us, but the voice messages would be really cool because then we can hear your lovely voice. Yeah, and maybe even put you guys in an episode. That would be so much fun. We've never got a voice message before. I would love that because, I mean, if you guys are comfortable with it, we could always like put a little snippet of your message or we could just read it and you can remain anonymous if you want to as well. Right. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. All right, so we're going to sign off for the rest of the day. So, yeah. All right, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.